Hello there and welcome to the UK Screenwriters Podcast. This is the UK Scriptwriters Podcast, you know? It's not even the UK Screenwriters. We oh, say- Danny. Well, listeners, look, we've been having all sorts of technical difficulties this time. And now with, we're just recording. So we're feeling like, all right, couple of beginners. But we're, we're not. This is the 23rd one. 23rd, possibly even 24th if um, we count them up properly. Count them up properly and all this. So... You know, it's a couple of years into it. A couple of years into it. We meet once a month. For any new listeners, we meet once a month to talk about the UK screenwriting scene. I'm Danny Stack. I'm Tim Clegg. And um, honestly, if you've listened to our ones previously, we are better, we're better, we're, than, we're this. better than this. We're sharper. <laughs> this needs, um, this is a good first draft, Danny. We just need to go in and do a little rewrite, a little polish. It's because we had a little summer holiday. We haven't done it in two months. Yeah, and this is what we find for a lot of writers. So we're back into it now. We're back um, into it. You know, uh, we're, myself and Danny both got a couple of new projects. Maybe you have too. So we're keen to get back into it and um, think about kind of cool stories and exciting characters and all the great stuff yeah um as ever uh oh. we normally start with i've got a new jingle for you are you ready because you complained last time you said you wanted a new jingle I did, oh, I we've did. got a call oh we've got a skype call everyone. we better pause that we'll pause it here and, and you'll hear about our skype call uh, in a minute right guys sorry for that interruption um we we've I said there was a Skype call coming in. The Skype calls come in, so we've got a couple of virtual uh, guests, special guests with us um, uh, today. Guys, can you quickly introduce yourselves? Well, hi, I'm Mike. my name is Pixie Mjolnik. I'm a writer-producer. I'm from Canada, and I run the Great American Pitch Fest and am the writer-producer behind Below Zero. My name is Bob Schultz. I am Sydney's producing partner as well as a writer myself, and we have worked together for the last 10 years on the Great American Pitch Fest and the Great Canadian Pitch Fests. And can you tell us a little bit, first of all, before we get into the pitch fest, which is one of the things we wanted to speak to you uh, about, but can you tell us quickly, just so people understand about your your work, tell us about your your, your, your feature, what kind of budget area, what genre is it? Oh, sure. I, Below Zero is what I call an autobiographical horror movie. I, I had a low-budget concept about a guy locked in a meat freezer, and then I developed the worst case of writer's block that I've ever had. So what I ended up doing was I, I, I used this wonderful tool called the internet, and I googled slaughterhouse, meat cooler, freezer, just anything I could think of to try to, you know, jar some ideas. And I came across this slaughterhouse that was abandoned. It was literally an abandoned slaughterhouse in the middle of nowhere. I contacted the owners and said, do you mind if I come out there and just hang out? And uh, when I got there, I asked them, will you let me, will you lock me in your freezer and don't let me out until the script is finished? So I spent five days in there, and we shot the film in the same location where I wrote it, and it was just an amazing experience. We had some great talent involved, and uh, that's that's how it all started. So this is Below Zero, right? It's the film you've finished and released this year? It's just been released, hasn't it? It's, it's exactly. Just, it's just hitting the festival circuit, isn't it? Yeah, well, it was released on August 28th, and we are now in the UK doing our UK tour of the film. Uh, we have screenings in London, in Manchester, and in Romania. So uh, we're quite excited about that. The festivals have been wonderful. We're at Grimfest on October 3rd through 8th, and looking forward to that festival. Those folks have been great. And then Transylvania will be there in uh, Comedy Cluj in Romania uh, in uh, mid-October. So when you are, uh, you know, I'm always interested in the journey and the rationale why people do it. Are you a big horror fan yourselves or 
Is it something where you knew that um, horror is a genre that can be done for you know at a beginner's level with a more modest budget? So was that a reason to get into it, or are you a big horror horror kind of people and you want that to be your career? Well, I'm not a fan of hacker slashers. I'm a fan of intelligent filmmaking and of, of, of films that have story as the focus. And that was something that was really important to us. We wanted to produce something that we could produce ourselves with uh, you know, a very limited budget, uh, a small cast, a contained location, and either a thriller or horror because, truthfully, that's what sells. Internationally, you have a better chance of selling a thriller or a horror um, around the world over a comedy. You know, the comedy is so subjective, and you can't always sell that in, in another country because it has to cross those cultural and, and language barriers. Yeah, no matter what country uh, you're in, if you see some creepy guy raise the axe, you know you don't want that axe to come down on somebody. Exactly. You know, yeah. and it's, uh, it, I, speaking for myself, I am a horror fan going way back. I loved A Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, John yeah. Carpenter with Halloween. I mean, anything David Cronenberg even had breathed near. I was, uh, I was a great big fan through my whole life. So when I had the chance to help out and produce a movie that uh, starred Michael Berryman from The Hills Have Eyes and so on, I, I couldn't believe my good luck. It was, uh, it's, it's been an amazing ride all right. Now, what's interesting to me is that you kind of put a timeline together. You know, it's film, it's new, it's come, it's it's out now, and that's that's fantastic. But before then, before the film came out, you were already doing the pitch, the pitch fest. Is that is that right? That's pitch, been going a few years. Pitch fest is ten years old. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, I started it in Canada, and then and Bob worked on the very. Uh, he came out and volunteered on the first one that we held in in Los Angeles, and he's been on my producing partner ever since. It, it really is a labor of love. Bob and I are writers, and we wanted to create an event that we wanted to go to and, and to help other writers meet the people they need to know for their careers to move forward. You know, it, it really is a labor of law, love, and, and we've just taken everything we've got just to, you know, pull this together and work with other writers. Once a year, we all get together and we put on this, this massive event. It attracts over 2,000 writers. And, uh, you know, Bob's from New York, I'm from Canada. And we just join all our friends in Los Angeles every year, and now now in London uh, to bring the uh, the pitch fest to the London Screenwriters Festival. That's right. Yeah, you're over for the Screenwriters Festival, which is great. Yeah. yeah. Now we're honored and thrilled to be working alongside everyone at the London Screenwriters Festival. It's it's like we're uh, we found uh, per personal and professional friends all the way across the ocean. But you know, as opposed to just staying in LA, where where you know we 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 put on a, a great event we're proud of it but i mean london has always been a place of magic in my mind where people travel to work on flying umbrellas and uh, time traveling oh you might <laughs> I think you might be a bit disappointed with, uh, <laughs> casting your disappointment aside bob i mean I, I i guess um you know i'm always a fan of asking the sort of the the when we're doing one of these things or when i'm doing I, i'm running a couple of the sessions at the at the uh, at the festival, I'm always a fan of asking the difficult questions that writers have, but don't always feel able to ask. So, uh, you know, when, when I hear about um, pitch fests, mainly because of perhaps some other events that have been poorly run or have been disappointing in in the past, that a lot of people feel that these are, you know, could be a bit of a rip off. That in fact, you know, it does cost a bit of money. You turn up. You know, is is everyone there going to be serious? Are the people that you're going to meet actually going to be wanting to meet anyone? Do, do you know what I mean? That is in a lot of writers' minds that these 
these events are you know a, 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 a costly you know there's no way that they yeah. you can get around that that there is a cost to them what do you say to people that might say that to you well first i'd like to say that if uh if this were a get rich quick scheme we are the worst get rich quick <laughs> get not at all rich very slowly scheme yeah um but uh more importantly this uh First of all, you're right about the reputation of a lot of pitching events. Uh, it's uh, it's difficult to get past the fact that a lot of people think that we are trying to sell a quick solution to what is actually a very long challenge for a lot of people making a career, and I can only answer that this way. At the Great American Pitch Fest and Screenwriting Conference, it's a three-day event, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. On Saturday, we offer absolutely free classes to anybody who wants to come, no questions asked, no hook, no nothing. If you want to learn more about writing, come, and we will teach you whatever you want, come in, sit down and learn, and then you can go about your way whether you pitch or not. As for the pitching, we make a concerted effort to be sure that everybody at our pitching event is actually looking for new material to develop and actually has the ability to do so. Some of them are starting a new production company maybe, but they had a long track record at another production company, or some of them just got access to a fund or whatever. But we, we, have, we turn people away every year who want to come and hear pitches. The sad reality is in Los Angeles, there are a lot of people who quote unquote run production companies out of the trunks of their car, mm. you know? But it's, uh, so it, it's easy enough to like say that you're a production company, but we look for people that have actually produced and are in the position to actually produce again. Uh, Sydney's a writer, I'm a writer. So we just, you know, we we gain nothing from making contacts with these fly-by-night operations either. And so in our own interest, we want to make contacts with these other producers. And when we met Chris and Judy at the London Screenwriters Festival, we saw that they felt the same way. They just really, really, really wanted to ask people to pay 5% for an event that they give 155% for. And it's uh, it's tremendous. We don't make money off the back of our writers. We charge as little as we can for the pitching and nothing for the classes. And then we charge, you know, we charge for our trade show booths and we charge for advertising to, for people to reach the writers. But as little as we can put the burden on the writers themselves, the better, as far as we're concerned. And still, still with that, still with that philosophy, how much is? You know, if I want to come along and, and do do the classes for free, but then I want to do the pitching, what kind of uh, you know uh, ticket price or entry price am I looking at uh, for to, to to do that? Ticket prices are two hundred and fifty dollars for a pass to the Great American Pitch Fest, or you can just come out to the classes. They're completely hmm. free. There's there's no catch. Anyone can go. Uh, it's a three day event. The Friday and Saturday we have about twenty five or so classes that are held throughout the weekend and you know we have the best people in the business we have you know working screenwriters professional screenwriters who are actually getting shows made we've got producers and agents talking about you know what they look for in the in the writers that they sign uh, we've got production companies talking about what they look for in the scripts that they option it's you know it's it's just it's a great networking opportunity even if, if you can't afford to to go and you don't want to pitch then just come out to the free classes there's there's no catch and i know i'm biased um <laughs> is, there really you... is no catch we just wanted to create an event that that we wanted to go to as writers well and if you're attending the london screenwriting festival we're offering a 20 percent discount on our next great american pitch fest as well as to attendees of the screenwriting festival in uh in london 
the, uh, in America, the screenwriting expo is still going, isn't it? No, unfortunately, oh, is that closed it, down? It is not. It, it's finished. It's now defunct. All right, uh, but you've yeah. been you've been the running American, ten years though. The Great American Pitch Fest has been, this will be our tenth year in Los Angeles. So that's pretty we've impressive. We've had three great Canadian pitch fests that we've held uh, two in Banff around the Banff Television Festival and then one in Vancouver with a, a, a film festival that was held there. But now we, we mainly focus on the Great American Pitch Fest in Los Angeles and now London. Do you, I mean, was there an initial scepticism talking about years one to five? And certainly before you've made your, your, your film, because now you've got that as a kind of, you know, we, we've done it ourselves. But was there a kind of scepticism that you were kind of outsiders trying to help other outsiders rather than someone that say you know a, a producer of 50 years in Hollywood that's decided to give something back and set set this up you were kind of really doing it as a grassroots thing was there a, a, a level of skepticism around that or did people see it more like we're all colleagues together I think that's the thing that's unique about our event is that it really is a community of of writers. We're writers just like every single person who's attending and we just want to get our own shows off the ground. When people spend like just five seconds talking to us, they realize that and they really do come on board. You know, every year we, we have over two thousand writers that come out for our event and they come out. It's almost like a like a family reunion every year. They come out every year, every year we grow and it's because they they are part of that community. And it's something we're very proud of because that, that community is how you build careers. You, it's, it's connections. And, you know, you've got those writers that, that come out every year. You know, every year there's advances with their, their own careers and their own projects. And they network. They meet other writers. They meet other producers. And that's how you, you make success. We're all climbing this ladder. But we're not stepping on the, the fingers of the people below us and, you know, pulling on the legs of the people above us. Mm. We're reaching and we're pulling and we're helping each other climb that ladder together. And then so if you want to hire another writer to work on a, on a TV series, who are you going to call? You're going to call your, your network, the people that you, you know and that you've, you've um, developed relationships with over those years. So what about 10 years? Sorry, I'll cut Danny off there. What about in 10 years' time, in, in, in you know, and you've made you know, a few more films and those are really t taking off. Would you therefore see the pitch fest? Would you try and hand that over or do you see that as being as important as your filmmaking career or would you see it as maybe you'd hope that the people coming up would take it over? What's the future look like? You know, we've been approached a number of times from companies that currently run events to take over our event or merge the events or, or dissolve our event in such a way it's really important to us to help other writers, and we find that a lot of the competing events are more about, are more profit-driven. And, you know, I like making money as much as anybody. I just don't want to make it on the back of writers. We want to help the writers out. So if if the film career takes off in such a way that we, you know, we need to, we need to pull away from the Great American Pitch Fest and Screenwriting Conference, I really believe that we would remain in some sort of advisory capacity until old age comes along I mean, <laughs> the, the, the industry the industry is a lot different now than it was 10 years ago when we started and it'll be a lot more different still 10 years from now so who knows what what it's going to look like i mean we just like anyone any other creative person have plans for a complete world domination <laughs> and uh and we're hoping to to, uh, to exploit those plans but it's uh it's not like we 
it's not like, I mean, we bring out 2,000 writers for the free classes, and that's tremendous. But for the Pitch Fest itself, we cap our ticket sales at 500, pe 500 tickets, and then we have approximately 120, 25 companies so that we can make sure the ratios stay good so everyone gets all the pitches they want. So it's not like we're ever going to outgrow ourselves. I mean, we, we, we have a self-imposed cap on the size of our event to make sure that each individual is happy. And uh, we are, and we hope, and, and to, to go to someone who wants to buy the event and say, we'll only let you buy it as long as you limit the, the amount of profit you're able to make, is not necessarily the most enticing uh, sales pitch. So uh, yes. I think that we, but, but we're proud of that. We don't want to, we don't want to hurt the writers. We don't want to hurt any individual writer. Well, you, you have a nice tagline on your website which says um, it, it's not a competition it's a community um, and yeah. I, I think that's a nice little kind of tagline to have I think the difference between the US and the UK the US obviously thrives on a Hollywood industry and there's a big you know everybody moving to LA or thinking that they can make it and people dying of positivity or encouragement that, that type of thing and then in, then in the UK we have this kind of UK personality that's a little bit more cynical or a little bit more kind of wary of things. Mm. So, I mean, we do similar things to yourselves on a kind of little bit lower scale, I would say. But we, we often get it said to us about, you know, you're just taking advantage of the market or you're just taking advantage of people's dreams or, you know, and naive people like that. And I, I think I understand where you're coming from because it's easy to get swept up if you have the type of personalities, say, like ourselves, where we like to share and we like to do stuff. There is a practicality involved, isn't there, in terms of, well, look, some some things cost money. Yeah. And and, yeah. and we have to break even, or it, and if we can make some money out of it as well, fantastic. Um, well, so you know, I think writing is a is a, is inherently an an isolating occupation. You know, we all have a god complex. Like, why would I deal with the real world out there when I can sit behind my keyboard and create a world that I control everything? You know, and it's so, but it's important to have that community, and and it's and writers are taken advantage of. I mean, I will go to my grave proving that we are not among those who take advantage of writers. <laughs> the 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 industry is. I, I think the pitching industry is very similar to the used car salesman industry in America. In yeah, that it's perceived to be dishonest, but once you find a good one, you stick with it. And we find that we have a lot of return people they, they they come back year after year we take that as a personal compliment um yeah. i i think it's important that that you know those writers who have those dreams we we take very seriously because those are dreams we share or we we understand that we know what it's like to, you know give everything you've got to trying to get a film off the ground we just want to help those writers do the same thing or maybe learn some of the lessons that we've learned as we've, as we've produced our own films uh, that's just something that, that's really important to us is be, be able to give back to that I, I think that's the key there, actually, because a, a big warning sign for us is when people speak above the level of their experience. Yeah. So either they have no profile or no experience, and yet they claim to teach you everything about structure or teach you everything about how to set a script or whatever it might be. Whereas somebody who's actually maybe, you know, been nominated for an Oscar or has made a film like yourselves, you know, and and by the looks and sounds of things, a pretty good film. You've got Ed Furlong in it, don't you? And you've got other cool people in it. Yeah. Um, so it's 
it's about sharing your level of experience and not trying in to, an honest way in an honest way not trying to kind of go beyond that um, a lot of cynicism that comes from criticizing someone for helping somebody else achieve their dream is something that it might be impossible to overcome if we're trying to help someone achieve their dream couldn't it just as easily be seen as a wonderful thing to do for somebody than a cynical approach to taking advantage of someone I mean no not in Britain <laughs> <laughs> Get with it, Bob, yeah. mate. You're out. You're out. You're in the wrong. You're in the wrong continent. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my four brothers left. <laughs> but is that is it in the constitution that, that you know the people shall pitch to who they choose? Yes. <laughs> it, it's, it's, uh, there's plenty of cynicism to go around in LA too. It's just masked in a different way. You yeah. Know, you, but it's uh, but it, the reality is that if someone wants to write a story and get that story out there, they're undertaking. A long, arduous journey that Peter Jackson could put into four six-hour movies. Mm. You know, it's just not as exciting as a Golden Ring with dragons. Yeah. But the uh, but it's it's hard and it's challenging and you don't know. Everyone thinks of the show. No one thinks of the business when they're thinking of show business. You know, mm. and you need you need a guide to help you when it gets to the point where you finish your script and you say, "But now what?" And there are plenty of agents and lawyers and managers and and so-called production companies and so-called this and that who are gonna we're much more cynically gonna take advantage of these people than a couple of writers who are just trying to help teach you I mean our classes include how to get a lawyer how to get an agent how to as well as structure and character and theme and all this stuff it's we really try to have classes for any level of experience from the person sitting down to write their first script to the person getting ready to write their Oscar speech and everybody in between well, we're going to have to sort of, uh, I think that sounds great. We're going to have to start drawing it to a, a close to keep the podcast manageable. But let's just end on uh, a practical question because a lot of our listeners are coming to the festival. They're festival, uh, London Festival regulars um, or, or they're thinking the of going. Ones, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, obviously, you're coming over and you t you've teamed up with Chris Jones and the guys there. Uh, yeah. uh, do, do we know yet what's the practical way that, that people that are attending delegates can can join in with the pitching that you're doing over here is there is that information out there yet about how they can join in and maybe meet some of the people that you're bringing over or get to hear you talk do we know that yet uh, some of it we are is still being set up most of it is pretty clear um there will be a number of sessions about 11 i believe they'll all be 90 minutes and it will be an opportunity where the writers can sign up for these sessions and then with the the agents, the managers, the production companies of their choice, and these companies will be uh, from London, from the UK, and from Los Angeles. We'll have a number of representatives from LA coming in specifically to hear pitches from writers. And and that's in that's in with the there's that's not extra on top of the ticket price. That's no. that's included. That's all part. It's of all part of it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice one. Okay, that's good. That sounds that sounds good. All right. Good. Or wants clarification on anything, just go ahead and send me an email. <laughs> we're, we're, we're looking at each other here going, he doesn't realize what he's <laughs> <laughs> saying. If you have any listeners who, who want to contact me about, you know, locking themselves in a freezer or, you know, writing retreats or anything like that, you know, the method writer, 
I'm just and unlike some of the other events, Sydney and I answer all of our emails directly. We don't have some poor slaving away intern handling that for us. Excellent. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking as soon as I finish this, Danny, you and me could start a thing where we charge writers to get locked into a into a sort of meat wagon or something. Yeah, we we'll so charge them 400 quid. And they'll finish a script. So, yeah. And they'll finish a script. That's our new mm -hmm. money making scheme. But we'll be at the Screenwriters Festival as well. So hopefully we'll see you there. Yeah. I look forward to it. And we can, yeah. we'll, we'll buy you a good old British pint. Yeah. Yes. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for that, then, guys. Good to speak to you. Uh, Thank yeah. You. Look forward to seeing you guys. Yeah. Cheers. Okay. Right. Great call. Great call. Great call there. Um, we're going to try and do more of those kind of Skype joint things because I think it keeps it a bit more di a bit more dynamic, and it's always interesting to hear different people's views. I'm sick of hearing what Danny says now. <laughs> before you were so rudely interrupted, I have my new screenwriting jingle. I know, I know. I thought and I thought it, you were doing it, and it was the Skype yeah. ringing. So I thought this sounds really good. It's usually at the beginning of the show, but now it's the end of the show. But we might as right. well have it. Are you ready? You've really built it up now. Okay. okay. It's the screenwriting news. Fantastic. Now. <laughs> Come on! Today, great! It's great! It's great! It's great! It's great! It was previously screenwriting news. Okay, great. Now, a couple of bits of news. The first is the festival. Yeah, we well, sort you, of covered that. Yeah, the screenwriters festival at the end of October. Get your tickets now because it's going to sell out pretty quickly. But between the time you hear this podcast and when it is, and the time you want to actually buy the ticket for it. Yeah, exactly. And also, the hotels in the area are booking up. They're actually. all booked out. So if you don't live in London, you just need to. Sorry, so quickly. Just to, uh, for the listeners, uh, do you know what sessions you're doing, what you're covering? I'm there? doing 50 Ways to Survive as a new writer. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. That that sounds great. So all Proper various tips in terms Practical of, tips. and yeah. yeah, great. Great. And I'm running yet again, yet again. Yet again. Um, something on uh, the games industry. The games. But we haven't quite decided as a group yet what, we're, what our niche topic is. But if you're interested in interactive writing and so on, then come along. For that, um, Danny's pointed us in a, in in the direction of another deadline that's fast approaching. Oh yeah, guiding lights scheme is open again, which is the uh, lighthouse. Um, yeah, in Brighton. Lighthouse in Brighton, and is it the BFI? Did they team up with the BFI? Yeah, I somebody believe so. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they offer mentorship for writers and directors. Um, you get teamed up with some leading kind of professional in your area. It's quite competitive to get into, so it's very good, and it's very good to apply. The deadline is only two or three weeks away, so this is the end of September now. Yeah. So just do a Google on it, and we'll put up the link on our sites, Twitter and Facebook and stuff. But check it out; worth worth a look. Um, those were the only two things that I could think of. Yes. Of yes. You just missed the Think Shoot distribute. We missed that in between. Yeah. So if you were waiting for that, you've just missed that. It was a few days ago as we as we record this, but obviously it will come around next year. What uh, uh, the top tip for for writers that kind of always get that feeling that they've just missed something or they didn't have time to prepare is these things do tend to be the same time of year each year. So you know if you've got a calendar like you know iCal calendar, you know Microsoft calendar or whatever, um, then it's easy to just pop you know, those dates in mm -hmm. and for a year's time or for nine months time so that you know to check that out. Yeah, and the the tickets. Um, especially can be um, prepared for in advance in terms of early bird specials yeah and and to pay it pay it across the year because it just yeah. like we were talking with the other two these things can be expensive to attend but they're just generally the admin fees of, of how things 
cost has set up. I've 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 run a few without going back over that again, you know, and and knowing their business model or anything like that. But whenever I've put on events, I've always been quite surprised because just um just the the, the, the location, location fee, you know, wherever fees. you're holding it, those can be sort of a quite high. Technical publicizing setups, it, publicizing yeah, it. equipment. You know, do you need data projectors there? All of that really, really uh, adds up. So the prices can seem quite a lot when you look at them, and then they almost seem not that much if you start breaking it, <laughs> breaking but, it down. But they do have brilliant people coming um, this and, year and at the screenwriters. Even better than is before. the best year yet. I was, I, I, I've not been looking that much to be fair, Danny. I've got to admit, and obviously in preparation for this, I thought, who's there? You're going, I'm going, you know. But there's some really decent people going. Big, big hitters. Uh, uh, Mike Lee's g- going. Simon along. Boyfoy is going. David Yates, who Gov- I work used to work with back in the back in the day, yeah. so I haven't seen him in ten years. Gov Neil, TV that. producer. Um, Noel Clark. Noel Clark. I mean, these James Moran. These are great, like a great scan of the industry. That's why I, I think it's it's best because. You know, you've got Noel Clark, but you've got Mike Lee. Mm. You know what I mean? So doesn't matter what genre you're interested in. Doesn't matter if you like TV, you like film, you like games. Doesn't matter any of that stuff. There's someone there that's a legend to you. And there'll be something there for you. There'll be something there. If you don't for come you. away inspired and willing to write, then there's there's no hope for you. Really. Exactly. I'm looking forward to it now. Right. Good. Right. So we'll see you guys probably after this screen probably episode. after just after because we'll get or some we might there. record something there yeah we'll record something there mm. we'll do that for sure cool okay thanks for listening then. yeah uh, hope that was interesting see you again next time alright bye now bye